Hello everyone, this is Bola. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So today's episode is a little different because I am going to be doing a catch-up episode. So as you may already know from listening to the podcast or following Clever Girl Finance on Instagram or other social media platforms, my first book, Clever Girl Finance, comes out on June 25th, which is basically a month and a day away from today and I am so so excited and one of the things I did in the book was feature the stories of some incredible women who have accomplished some major financial goals and these are women that you have probably listened to on this podcast or seen on the YouTube channel or perhaps even read about on the Clever Girl Finance website and so since I featured their stories in the book I thought I would catch up with them to see how they're doing and so this is a catch-up episode and today I'm going to be talking with Nasima. and Nasima was on episode 39 where she talked about how she paid off $300,000 of debt in two years She since went on to pay over a million dollars in debt, including her mortgage. And on this episode, we basically just catch up. So the way these catch up episodes are done is that I recorded them over Skype. And so they are in video and also audio. So you will hear the dynamic is a little different if you're listening to this as opposed to watching this on YouTube. But you can always head over to the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel to watch this um, video and the future videos that come up on the podcast in the next few weeks. Our conversation is very casual and was not planned ahead, so you'll hear us laughing um, and just, you know, having a good time catching up with each other. But before we get into the episode with Nasima, I have some updates for you guys. So a lot of you have asked me where you can get the Clever Girl Finance book. And the good news is that the Clever Girl Finance book is going to be available worldwide. Everywhere books are sold, which is really exciting. And what this means is that if you are somewhere and you want to get this Clever Girl Finance book and it's not available at your local bookstore, definitely make a request to your bookseller to place an order for this book as my publisher is going to be shipping the books to bookstores across the world, um, you know, based on the orders they receive. And of course, you can get the book as an ebook or an audiobook. So my goal is to make this book as big of a success as possible. I want to be able to share my message and my mission and also share the stories of the women that I feature in the book and inspire as many women as possible with the book, which is essentially a practical guide on how to get your finances in order. So in the Clever Girl Finance book, I share a lot of my personal story. I share some of my experiences with money. I share the stories of these other women that I mentioned. And then I give you practical how-tos and actionable steps on things you should be doing based on where you are in your life to achieve your financial goals. And my goal for this book was for it to be used as a reference based on what specific areas of your finance you need to work on, what specific life transitions you're going through. So this is a book that I want people to be able to reach for time after time. And that is the way I wrote the book. So I cannot wait for you guys um, to have it in your hand, to start listening to it on your commute and to um, read it on your Kindles, iPads, iPhones, Androids, everything. So I'm really, really excited. So that being said, if you get your books from your local library and they don't have the Clever Girl Finance book on their list for the month of June as a book they're going to be having in the library, 
go to your library, go on their website and request that they order this book so you can read it. If you're purchasing this book from a local bookstore and they don't have it, you can make a request for them to place an order so that they can get copies into the store for you to purchase. So thank you guys so much in advance um, for supporting this book and its success. And I will be sharing these catch-up interviews on the podcast over the next few weeks. And you can also watch the videos of them on YouTube. So let's get into the conversation, the catch-up with Nasima. Hey, Nasima. Hey, Bola. <laughs> I am so excited to be talking with you on this YouTube slash podcast joint recording that we're doing so you were on the Clever Girls Know podcast on for episode 39, which has been a while because we're like, at like 100 and something episodes now. And so uh, I wanted to take this opportunity to catch up with you because you are also featured in my new book, Clever Yay. Girls. Clever Girl Finance, um, Ditch Debt, Save Money, and Build Wealth that comes out on June 26th. And so uh, I share your story in the book. And at the time that we had recorded um, the podcast, you had paid off over $300,000 in debt in two years. Um, by the time you got to the point where you're being featured in the book, you had paid off over a million dollars in debt. And so uh, a lot has happened for you. You're now debt-free. You just had a new baby. And I just wanted to catch up and talk about where you are now and use your story as a way to empower um, whoever is going to be watching slash listening to this. And the reason why I wanted to do that was because, you know, sometimes people don't believe that things are possible. And your story is basically witness to the fact that things are possible. So how are you? <laughs> I'm doing amazing. Think, yeah, a lot of things have changed since then. Wow. Um, I just want to say before somebody comes after me, you know how people like to come for you. Um, <laughs> I'm not completely debt free right now, but you know, um, I have paid off a whole lot of debt. Um, but yeah, things things are really, really good um, in transition, especially having a new baby. Um, I moved out of state. Now I'm moving um, back to California. So yeah, building my business. It, it's been amazing. All good things. That's amazing. Yeah. So what kind of debt are you focused on paying off now? So um, I have um, a very low interest rate car loan. So okay. I'm actually Which not. you talk about in the book? <laughs> 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 right. So I'm actually not focused on paying that off as aggressively because it's only like one percent. So I'd rather focus on um, investing <laughs> that money. But um, I did also have some business debt that I incurred just in growing my business over the last summer because um, I went to focusing on um, growing my business. So it's just a small amount that'll get knocked out really soon. But I didn't want people to think that you, you're not 100% debt free. I'm not, I'm not. But um, every debt that I have now is very intentional. And um, it's not something that I just fell into like I did before. And it's debt that you can pay off. Exactly. <laughs> very easily. So, um, and I know that we had talked about, we had had the conversation about you getting this car that you could potentially have paid for in cash, but you chose to finance it because it was such a low interest rate. And right. 1%, you might as well take the money and put it into the stock market and then focus on paying off the debt and then growing your business, which is an investment in itself, right? So yes. um, you have specific plans to pay off your debt. So 
at the time when you were paying off that $300,000 and then, you know, paying off the million dollars, you sold your house to be able to pay off the mortgage. You had some profits, you paid off other debt that was kind of, um, in your life. Mm -hmm. What was that decision? Why did you choose to take the money and put it towards debt instead of just keeping all that debt and just spending the money on living your life? Like, Hey, I got money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that debt represented years of bondage to me. And um, being able to have a tool to just or just being able to have just some money to just throw at it and just get rid of it to me was so much power. And um, yeah, I could have just been living my best life off of that money. (laughs) (laughs) I know because you got a lot of money. We had this conversation. You could have girl, you could have done a lot of things. I could have, I could have, but, and and then I, and I did like, once that debt was paid off, like truth be told, like, I think by the time, um, I was paying off all the debt, it was, I mean, I, it was only like 20 something thousand dollars left of all the debt that I had, like my student loan debt stuff for my divorce and stuff. Um, and then I still had a pretty significant amount of money to work with. And a lot of that money, like I could have went and splurged. I could have paid for my car in cash. I could have done a lot of things. But uh, most of it I use, again, to pay off the debt and then to invest back into me and to grow in my business. And I think those things pay dividends, you know, multiple times over. And so, you know, it's a process. And in learning about being intentional about your finances, you learn um, what areas in life are really important to you. And um, those things were important to me. And so, like I said, everything I do now with my money is very intentional. That's yeah. And that's awesome. And I guess my last question is around, obviously you're going to be paying off the, the debt that you have right now, um, which you already have a plan for, but what are some of your bigger financial goals that you're focused on accomplishing either in the near short term or midterm? I just want to grow my investments. I think that, um, one of the biggest goals for me is just making sure that my savings rate is really high Uh, making sure that at least 50% of my income is going towards investing. Um, And and that can include saving for my daughter's college, um, just regular brokerage accounts, making sure that I'm fully optimized. And um, I just feel like if I focus on that, like everything else is secondary, like I can have all these big goals in my business to make all this money. Um, I can have goals of taking my family on trips and stuff. But as long as those things are optimized and they, they're kind of they, they're kind of automated now, I mean, like everything else just falls into place. Like I, I have a whole bunch of extra money to throw at vacations. Like I just got back from a retreat that most people couldn't afford is like four thousand dollars a person, you know, so like it's stuff like that. Like but I feel like my number one goal is to just make sure that my savings rate stays high and then whatever else happens just falls into place because that's automated and I don't have to worry about money. Like at the end of the day, I just don't want to have to worry about money. Yep. And saving 50 percent of your income is a big deal. Wow. That's amazing. Um, and it's true when you have money in the bank, you're not worried about nitpicking when you're trying to do something great. Um, is the baby, t- is the baby waking up? <laughs> yeah. She's over there having a whole full conversation with herself. <laughs> but when you, <laughs> when you have money in the bank, you're not worried about, um, oh, can I do this? Can I not do this? Because you've 
open this door for all these options. Mm-hmm. And I think saving 50% of your income is incredible. That's a huge feat. And you're just setting yourself up for even greater success in the future. So uh, Nasima, I am really excited and also proud of all the progress that you have made. Thank and you. I appreciate you for sharing your story in the book. Um, it's going to inspire those of you who pick up the book and you can check it out at cleverrollfinance.com slash book. And Nasima, where can folks find you and come catch up with you um, with what you're working on right now? So I'm always available at financiallyintentional.com. I usually hang out on Instagram under um, financially intentional and I have a pretty active Facebook group. If you just search under groups under financially intentional and next (laughs) (laughs) I am actually, (laughs) I am actually working on starting a podcast and it's specifically for nurses who want to, um, learn about or who are on the path to financial independence. So it's targeted directly towards nurses. Anybody can learn from it. But I really feel like um, there's nobody in that nursing space that talks about that. And so I wanted to be that person. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, Nasima. It was great to catch up. Good catching up with you too, Bola. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the catch up with Nasima. I am going to put um, the link to the video in the show notes, as well as a link to her original episode on the Clever Girls Know podcast. So if you love what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating on iTunes, and don't forget to pre-order the Clever Girl Finance book. It comes out on June 25th, and it is available as an audiobook, ebook, and physical book everywhere books are sold. So I'll talk to you guys soon on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.